welcome to another episode of Matter of Mindset. I'm Emily and I work as a mind and movement coach. It's my job to help people feel happier and healthier about who they are, what they do and how they move. Now as a qualified NLP practitioner and qualified personal trainer, I get to bring mind and movement together, helping people to improve their physical and their mental health. This podcast is a place where I share tips, tools and thoughts on how to shift your mindset, how to improve your life and how to feel better and take good care of yourself. So today's episode is actually about routines again. I've been talking about routines the last few weeks because it's been coming up a lot in client sessions. And today I'm going to be talking more specifically about morning and evening routines and sharing some ideas with you on what morning and evening routines could look like in case you want some inspiration. On a previous episode, I have been talking about the flexibility of routines. So if you've not listened to that, I do want to say it's really important that when it comes to routines and doing something in the morning and evening, that you find something that works for you. This is all about that. It's finding what works for you to support who you are and how you feel. There are no shoulds about it, in my opinion. We're trying to find a routine and a rhythm that supports you and your well-being and helps you to feel your best and take care of yourself. So that's just something I really wanted to say again. And if you have listened to that episode, then I hope you found that helpful too. If not, go ahead and listen to it. It is in the show notes after this. So, as I said, I'm going to share some ideas with you on morning and evening routines that you could consider trying. Again, this is all from my personal experience and what I find works best for me. And something I'll always want you to know is that I'm fortunate to, (laughs) in my opinion, not have kids. So sometimes I get it. It can be incredibly hard in the morning and the evening if you have family and you have to look after them and you have to be there for them. So maybe for you, if you do have kids or family or other people to look after, maybe this is about just taking inspiration for one idea and one thing you'd like to build into your morning or your evening. Again, I want to avoid perfectionism here and putting any pressure on anyone to take these things that I say today and try to achieve all of them. Maybe just take one thing from what I share today. And remember that we're all different and we all like doing certain things at different times. So take what you need and leave what you don't. Okay, let's dive into it and share some ideas. So in the morning, I'm lucky that I'm a morning person and I don't struggle to get up. At the moment, I do feel like that's because I get a good sleep and I have a consistent bedtime routine, which we'll talk about in the evening section of this podcast. So in the morning, I'm lucky I can get I can get myself up out of bed. And I say I'm lucky, but then I sit here and think, are there things I'm doing that help me to get to that point? And I believe that there, there are. So I'll share a couple of things of how my morning goes so you can kind of see how it's structured and what supports me in my morning routine. What helps me to get up in the morning is I use a light alarm. Now, this is something I've talked about before and with my clients as well. So I don't have my phone as my alarm clock because it disturbs me quite, you know, imagine like just the alarm goes off and you're suddenly like in darkness waking up. 
So I have a light alarm. This basically works where it fills the room with lights uh, gradually and then an alarm will go off half an hour after that has happened. It helps you to slowly wake up and not be shocked up to, to waking. And I just recommend that people do look into getting one of these. Again, it's quite a new, you know, it's a thing that everyone talks about now, but it really does help you to naturally wake up and feel better and less groggy. And what I also love about this is that it means my phone doesn't have to be in my room. It means that I won't, the alarm won't go off on my phone and I won't suddenly grab my phone and look at it because we all get lost in our phones, don't we? So for me, removing it from the bedroom is another thing that I do. And that means in the morning I wake up and I'm not just drawn to that straight away. So two tips there, try and get an alarm clock, can be a light alarm or just a lot, an alarm clock. Try and not have your phone in your room if that works for you. Really great one for me. The next thing I do is I'll, I'll brew the coffee. I'm the good one in the house and I'll go down and brew the coffee. And while I'm waiting for that, because I like to, you know, let it brew for like five to 10 minutes, I tend to journal. Now, again, if you follow me on Instagram or you've listened to this quite a lot already, you know that I love to journal, something I've done for many years. So that'll be my next thing that I'll do. And again, this is flexible. Some days I'll do that for a few minutes, other days for more minutes, but it gets me set up in the right headspace. I'm able to think about what I'm grateful for, what I want to get from that day and be intentional about how I'd like to feel. And it just helps to move my mind in a healthier direction. The next thing that I'll often do, and I say often because I don't do it every single day and I want to be honest with you, is I'll then pour the coffee, <laughs> but then it's too hot because I have it black. So I've got a little bit more time then to do a little bit of stretching. So again, I'll get my yoga mat out and you know, it can be a struggle sometimes, but I'll get it out and I know that doing some stretching is going to make me feel better. So I do some gentle mobility stretches just to wake up my body and feel good. Sometimes I'll do some meditation and other times what I'll do is I'll get outside if I can. So the reason I get outside is to get natural light in my eyes. And you might be like, wow, okay, what do you mean by that? Or you might have heard about this already. But what that does is it reduces the sleep hormone in my body. And it allows the body to go, okay, it's time to be awake now. And it releases hormones to wake you up, giving you energy for the day ahead. So not only is getting outside good for you anyway, because it makes you feel good, you've got fresh air, might bring you some peace. It's good for that reason of reducing the sleep hormone and activating the system to make you feel awake and have energy throughout the day. So that's why it's great to get a dose of getting outside, even just for a few moments, as I say, like standing in the garden. Another thing I tend to do if I've not got loads of time to go for a walk is I'll walk around the block. It takes me about four minutes to do that. Um, and I do that just to get my legs moving before maybe I have a morning client online or I'm about to you know, plan a session or whatever it is, just to get outside and feel like I've had little doses of these things that I know make me feel good. Again, going back to that flexibility though, if you don't manage to achieve everything I've just said, that's absolutely fine. But the key things for me there are having quiet time, that solitude in the morning, even just for a few minutes, 
having like a mindful coffee and not being on my phone while I'm doing that. I know I share my coffee thoughts on Instagram, but what's quite important to tell you is that I have this rhythm and routine before I then go on my phone. And it's important to share that with you because often people aren't doing that, but I have that time away from my phone to do these things first. So for me, it's having that time alone, that solitude, reflecting in the journal, sometimes stretching, sometimes meditation. I pick and choose what I feel I need because I've been able to, over the years, figure out, okay, what do I want to pick out of that toolkit today? What do I need to feel good today? And that they're, they're the questions I try to help my clients to get towards, to be able to answer that question and ask it in the first place, not just kind of go through a morning routine they think they should be doing. And that's a really important thing to say. So that's my morning. That's kind of what that looks like. And sometimes there's variations on that, but that's the main gist of it. And it just helps to set me up for my day, makes me feel my best and um, yeah, gets me into the flow for the rest of the day. Of course, some days I'm up and I'm out straight to work and might have a PT client first thing in the morning. So what I will do in those days is just reduce the time of what I've just said. So I will still journal, I will still have a cup of coffee. I might get up earlier to be able to have that quiet time, that solitude to myself. Again, I'm lucky that I sleep well, so I'm able to get up earlier. Because if you're listening to this and you struggle with your sleep, I don't really want to say to you, get up earlier, because I also want you to prioritise rest and recovery. So again, if you are up and out some days straight away, what one thing can you do to make yourself feel good? Just one thing that you might take away from this. So let's dive now into the evening routine ideas so that you can hear maybe some ideas from me and it might re-kind of reignite something that you used to do in your evening routine that you've just kind of lost connection with. It's all about bringing you back to stuff that you know is good for you. So when it comes to the evening again, it's flexible. But what I make sure to do is have a wind down routine each time, each day. So I can signal to myself and my brain that it's time to relax and it's time to get ready for bed in the next few hours. So often at home, this is uh, something that we do, me and my partner, will make the environment that we're in calm and relaxing and actually like making sure we're controlling the light. You know, we don't have conversations like, let's control the light now, (laughs) but we dim the lights, we light candles, We like incense in the evenings and this helps us to subconsciously know that it's time to relax now. It's time to wind down and to put work to one side and to begin that relaxation. And sometimes this is half an hour. It's an hour or two hours. It it depends. You know, life gets in the way. We all have things we've got to do. But having little doses of this is what counts Sometimes we're an all or nothing, aren't we? Sometimes it's like, well, I don't have time to have a wind down routine. And then other days you will because you're so exhausted that you'll just be on the sofa all night, which is fine, by the way. But my point is that we need to have those regular rests because otherwise that stress that we might feel in our lives is going to take over, unfortunately. 
So some days for us, it'll be half an hour. Other days, it'll be a few hours, which is great. So that's what we tend to do is set a nice calm environment when we are at home in the evening. Then what I also tend to do is I'll put my phone into another room or out of sight. It's on do not disturb. And it allows me then to not get pulled into conversations or work or anything that might just take my attention away from relaxing. It also helps me to not then be looking at blue light and, you know, not allowing the the hormone, you know, melatonin for sleep to be activated. Now, I'm not going to lie. I love watching TV before bed. So as, as we've set up this calm environment, we'll put on some TV sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes. Again, wanting to be fully honest with you about my rhythms and my routines. But what I do make sure is that what I'm consuming late at night is not stressful, is not overstimulating. It's not gonna put me into an anxious state. So anything I consume, whether it's TV or music, is gonna help me to feel calm or relaxed or just, you know, help me to escape whatever's happened in the day. So that's a really important thing to say, both to be honest, but also to share with you, to just be intentional about what you're consuming. Something I will do is, even if I'm watching TV, I'll make sure an hour before bed I don't have any screens. So I'll then maybe read a bit of a book, or I am quite fortunate that I can go upstairs and be able to just close my eyes and I do tend to get off quite well to sleep. But that's because I've had a rhythm and a routine to wind down for many years now. So my body clock knows when it gets to a certain time, normally about half past nine, 10 o'clock at night, my body is ready to go to sleep. So I'm fortunate that over the years of doing this rhythm and this routine, my body now knows, yep, it's time. And I listen to those cues. So that's another important thing to consider here, listening to when you're tired and actually taking yourself to bed when you feel sleepy, not then grabbing your phone and being like stimulated and activated. That's going to confuse the body and the mind and unfortunately make you have a disturbed sleep. So have a think about some of these tips. Something else that might be helpful to share if you do struggle to sleep is can you bring some meditation into your evening routine? Can you do a body scan meditation perhaps that helps to just calm the body down and help you relax and relieve any tension? Can you also maybe write something down in a journal to to brain dump, something I like to do some days? I journal in the evening, but then other other evenings I'll add on a, a brain dump So anything that's worrying me, I'll write down in my journal. And then I'll often write down at the end of that practice, it's okay to leave this here now and go and rest. I literally tell myself to go and rest. So there are just a few ideas to help you think more about your morning and your evening routines. I always want you to remember that there are flexibility in these routines, especially in the evenings. If you're seeing people, you know, socially, you might not always be able to have this, this extended wind down. But if you are out and you are being social, then that's, that's great because that's good for us too. But can you make sure that you've got a few hints of this wind down? Can you maybe just make sure you are 
watching something calm or reading something that you enjoy, even for five minutes before you go to bed. So it's about reducing that time. So there's micro little parts of that routine and that wind down for you. So of course, there's many more things you can do to improve your routine, to feel better when you wake up or you go to bed. And that's what I support my clients with in their sessions. So if you're interested in more one-to-one support, then get in touch and let's have a chat. But remember, we're all individuals. And while we all do need you know, a good sleep and we need to manage our relationship to tech and nourish our bodies and our minds, we have to find what works best for us. So again, see all this as an exploration. So I hope this episode has helped you. Come and say hello on Instagram at Emily Brinnand. I'd love it if you could click follow and subscribe. It'll help more people find the podcast and be able to join in on getting support from me on this platform. So until next time, take care and be kind to your mind. Thank you.